This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Thank you for being here and welcome to today's War Room Moments. And today I have my good friend and uh, veteran, Otis McGregor on. Otis, glad to have you here, buddy. Hey, man. Great to be here. Good to see you, brother, and good to hang out. Awesome. It's always good to hang out with you, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Brings that brotherly spirit back, for sure. It does. it does. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, Otis, uh, why don't you give the audience a quick rundown on uh, introduce yourself, who you are, and what your superpower is? Yeah. Uh, well, like you said, Otis McGregor. I'm a principal founder of a Tribe and Purpose, and I'm also our, our primary leadership and executive coach. Uh, and what we do is we help we help people get clarity in their purpose, and we help businesses build that organization to where it's a cohesive fighting force to accomplish the mission where everybody feels like they're part of the team and enjoys enjoys being there. They're they're not there to collect a paycheck. They're there because it pulls them into into the mission and the purpose of the organization. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And we all know that organizational purpose right now is, it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic when it comes to a lot of different things, DE&I, all these different things. Um, they're hot topics right now because companies, they're not pivoting with the generations, right? So it's, it's, uh, it's important that they do, right? Um, not that we're here to talk about DE&I, but that's a whole nother like eight hour series. We could talk about that. There you go. <laughs> well, and, and the great resignation. I mean, why? Yeah. That's why the great resignation is because people are, are, are working and collecting the paycheck and they're not happy just collecting the paycheck. They want more than just the money in their bank. Everybody wants money in their bank, but they want more of that. They, they want that intrinsic value for what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, on that note, on that topic, right? The, you know, what are you seeing as trends and how things are shifting and all this in organizations from that standpoint? What what are you getting exposed to and seeing with your clients and 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 how that shift has really affected the marketplace? Well, there's a, there's a couple of things. There, there's there's the you know, as that business owner or even just a, a, a upper level leader, that belief that you got to be busy and, and busy, meaning I'm working 60, 70 hours a week. You know, it's like a badge that they're wearing and people are getting tired of that. I mean, you you, you come to this point there. There's a time because I've, I've been there. I know you've been there both mm. when we're in the army and post army in those times. It you you realize that you're not getting enjoyment in life. You're not, you're not happy. Uh, you're not having fun. It becomes a labor and a labor like that hole that you got to dig and then you got to fill it back in you got to dig it again. And you got to fill it back in that kind of labor, not, 
not a satisfaction other than ticking a box off that you completed a task. What what the successful companies that are that are holding on, you know, we mentioned the great resignation a minute ago. The successful companies that are keeping their team cohesive and keeping them around have figured out how to hire the right people and to take it from Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, put them in the right seat on the bus. That's critical because when you're in the right seat on the bus, then you feel like you're contributing to the greater good, that Maslow's hierarchy of needs of having a significance in your life. That's a powerful place to be. And when you live with that, when when that's what pulls you instead of, damn, it's only 8.15. Man, I got a long time till lunch. I wonder what else I got crap. I got to get this other crap done. That's not, that's not a way to live. That's a pain in the butt. You know, when, you know, the old, the, all the country songs talk about, you know, five o'clock and Friday night and all that sort of stuff. And when you're living for that, then you're going through the motions the rest of your life. And that's don't, don't live that way. I think is what I'm trying to say. And the way you pull people in, in your team is that, that plan they've got, you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a purpose. You got to have something that drives and pulls people together to a central focus. And that's, that's the secret to success. And, and success is more than money in your bank account. Success is happiness. And the other part of that success is it has to be your success. Not, not what you think somebody else defines as success or what your mother taught you or your dad or your brother or your your buddy from basic training, whatever <laughs> that ain't that ain't success unless you define it. And so, yeah, I'm, yeah, I can keep going on, man. But you know that's that's the that's the power of it. My success, like as a business owner, my plan pulls my team together because they've bought into that plan. Because as as the leader, I've sold them on that plan. I've influenced them that that plan enhances them and fulfills their needs and their criteria for their own success. It gives them an opportunity to have success and they are a contribution and a significant contribution to the organization's driving purpose success. Yeah. Yeah. You hit it right on the head, you know, and I think to, to just to kind of add on to that a little bit is I think a lot of companies that we see, They've forgotten to empower. And empowerment, to me, if the people that work with you, because I don't ever consider that anybody works for me, um, I always consider I work with the people that that work for me. And if they feel like they're a part of the process, even though maybe they're not, right? But if they feel like they are and they feel empowered to speak what they think, right? To a degree, (laughs) right? To a degree, but they feel empowered to be able to give input, right? And a lot of companies are not, they just, they haven't got on that train, right? Um, And it, it's deadly and that's, that's what becomes toxic, right? Um, it can become very toxic because, you know, it's nothing but top-down driven leadership with no input, right? 
all all leadership's top down driven, right? I I believe in that. And but sometimes we have to spend a little bit more time listening than talking, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, because your biggest cheerleaders are the people that work for you and they're the ones that face the client. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and, and you know, you, you set me up for one of my favorite leadership things and it's the trust triad. So as a leader, you have to think about the trust triad and everything that you do. So leg number one of the triad is you have to trust yourself. You have to trust and believe that the decisions that you make are the best with the information you have and the time that you have to make that decision. So leg number one, trust yourself. Leg number two is trust your team. Trust them to perform the job that you hired them to do. Why are they there? Why did you hire that person in the first place? Trust them to do that. Trust them to perform it. Give them the leeway to perform it how it works best for them. Don't tell them how to suck the egg. Just tell them to go suck an egg. It's that sort of thing. So number two in that trust triad is trust your team to do their job. And then number three, when those two are together, number three happens. And that is the team trust you to do the best for them and everything and every decision. They believe that every decision that you make as their leader, it has their best interest in mind. And that's, so that's the trust triad, trust yourself, trust your team and your team trust you. That's a, if, if you're doing that as a leader, you will be successful. Absolutely. There's the golden nugget right there on the call right there. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) Take that as a golden nugget from the conversation for sure. Well, Hey, you know, part, part of the reason why I started this whole podcast was, you know, I think we have a bit of an obligation to the younger generation to help them not take the arrows in the back that we took. Right. So, because I don't think the generation above me did a very good job with doing that in my generation. If you wrote a check, sure. (laughs) Right. But the, the idea of just taking somebody under your wing and really helping them and, and so on and so forth, that's where I think we can do the most good by using these venues like this to help the young business owner. 22 years old, has a great idea uh, and has a great product, puts it on the street, can sell it, but has no idea how to run a business, right? So this is where we can share some business struggles that we've had so the listeners can go, wow, I almost made that mistake yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So what's something you struggled with in business? And then how did you really come back around and and adapt and deal with that problem and, and move forward from it? Uh, I, I call it the field of dreams syndrome. So I built the company, wrote a book, put a website out there and sat back in my chair and waited for them to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that it don't work that way. There's some people out there that can get away with it. Right. But it, no, it didn't work for me. Uh, and I, so I had to switch my attitude and 
put up billboard signs and all that sort of stuff to say, hey, here's the field. Here's what you're looking for. Here's what you need in that sense. Because, yeah, there's this myth that uh, somewhere I developed and probably just uh, just in a naivety of uh, understanding how to get things up and running that I just thought, well, it's just like selling your house. You know, you put the sign out in the yard, people drive by and somebody's just going to come up and buy your house. Doesn't even work that way for that. So I don't know where the heck I got the idea from, but I can tell you this, it don't work. So you can't just build it and expect them, your customers to come. That's the lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I was having this conversation with somebody about two months ago and we were talking about the, if you build it, they will come thing. Right. And it never works. I mean, unless you're like a rock star or a movie star and you got all this already backing, right? But if you don't have that, you have to build all that. You have to build the audience, gain that know, like, and trust. And then people have to be able to look at you, research you and go, eh, maybe I will just to get a conversation, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and we're just talking about a conversation. We're not even talking about being a client yet. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a lot of work, right? I mean, when you start a brand new company, and I think a lot of Hollywood, Hollywood shows us this, uh, you know, this version of, you know, the band is playing, and all of a sudden it's a billion dollar industry. Um, it doesn't work like that. I mean, you have to have a team and you have to have, you know, you have to have systems, you have to have process, you have to have all these things. And, you know, the, the one thing for the younger business owner coming up is just focus on it, find the right people to help you do go through that process and don't try to do it yourself, you know? And there's lots of people that help with that stuff, right? I know you guys do great work in that field for sure um, with people, which, you know, we don't quite handle that part of it, but, but uh, you know, those types of companies need that kind of help too. So anyway, that's a, that's a great little share right there. So, and again, Nugget. <laughs> so, well, hey, kind of closing this out, Otis. Um, I always like to ask if you could pick somebody that could be on this call with us right now, dead or alive, uh, doesn't really matter, mentor, family member, whatever the case may be, and you could ask them one question, who would that be and what would the question be? Uh, I like Don Miller. Uh, I don't know. It's building your story, brand, Don. I, I love Don's approach. Uh, he's he breaks it down to something that makes sense, and it, it's not a lot of fluff. And the way he explains, you know, just being being a, a client's guide. And what I what I would ask Don is, uh, would you review my website? Uh, <laughs> 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 could you you know or uh, uh, you know, even uh, refine my 
my niche. Don, you know, your tag, your tagline, your what you do. Uh, you know, I, I've listened to listened to him talk about that. I don't know how many times, probably 15, 20 times. And feel like I've got it, but man, it'd be really cool to Don just just take a few moments and say, yeah, okay, change, tweak, you know, shift, maybe think about that sort of thing. That would be that'd be really cool. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, well, hey, Otis, how do people get a hold of you to work with you? Tell tell the audience how they can connect with you and work with your team and you and and achieve greatness. Yeah. So uh Start at tribe-purpose.com. Go to go to our website, tribe-purpose.com. Click the get started button, and uh, you can sign up for our Monday Moments newsletter. It's a great way to start your week off with a stoic quote and something I learned to help you get focused and kick your week off with the right attitude. And back to that sharing what we learned sort of thing. That's that's part of it. Uh, you can also in that same page sign up for a quick strategy call with me to do a check-in on where you're at with your purpose. Is your purpose aligned with your business? Is your business aligned with you? And where are your gaps? What are you struggling with? And then we also, I also have my own podcast called the Cam and Otis show that I do with uh, my son Camden. Uh, And we focus on leadership and entrepreneurs and love, uh, love sharing those stories uh, of, of how people decided to get into business and how they, how they overcame their obstacles and what's the lessons learned that they share. So we have a great time with that show too. So tribe-purpose.com, click the get started button. You can also uh, subscribe to our podcast, the Cam and Otis show, and you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Otis McGregor, right? There ain't no other Otis McGregor out there on LinkedIn. (laughs) Well, that's gotta be nice. Yeah. There's like 500 Jason Millers. I know when I tried to find you the first time, I was like, dude. Where is this guy? Uh, well, hey, Otis, thanks for being here, brother. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day. I know that uh, you got just as much going on on your side. So I appreciate you being here. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Jason. Always, always good to, uh, spend some time hanging out and sharing a few stories with you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Hey, thanks for joining us today on this episode of war room moment. Remember dream it, believe it, achieve it. This is Jason Miller, your podcast host signing off. Thanks for listening to war room moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.